0: Is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell. In today's episode, I'm gonna share with you why the story that you're adopting and have used to navigate your life may no longer be serving you as you go forward, and why it's important to reread it for new growth. So I had this story when I launched this podcast. And the story was that this content would never be for women. It just would never be. That The entire reason that I put this out was for men. I am a man, and in my mind I could only speak to a male base audience, and that my bias was heavily weighted towards the male demographic and psyche. So much so that one of the early negative reviews I can remember getting, it's crazy how the negative stuff sticks, was from what appeared to be a woman just giving me a one-star review on, on iTunes talking how horrible it is that like I'm basically misogynistic, that it's just, this is a male-based podcast that should be about women, yada, yada, yada. And I say that condescendingly because admittedly, my stance on that still has not changed. I am a man. I will always be a man. And ladies, I don't know how to be a woman. I don't even want to begin to assume that I could figure it out. You have pieces and parts and things that I'm never going to know what they're like and vice versa. But in that, I created this whole story that everything that I did, all the content that I created, all the stuff, I I can only ever ever sit here in a chair and imagine a man listening to it. Other than when Lindsay, my wife, comes in this office, it's a male-dominated industry here. The internet marketing world feels very male-dominated. And I don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts, admittedly, I don't listen to any podcasts that are female-based. So here's this story that I've created. Now I know at this point, because I am a little more present of mind, that story was created because I was so, and am still, so cautious of protecting what is mine. Now let me explain that. There's a chance that maybe you're doing the same thing. I wanted to protect the sanctity of my relationship with Lindsay. And because for so long I had done everything I could in every relationship I'd ever been in to be the opposite of that. To seek external adulation To want to interact with women To always have A handout waiting for some sort Of level of communication with the opposite Sex I became hyper vigilant Of the fact that I didn't want that to Ever be something that could creep into my life again And so I might have read this somewhere Maybe I created it, highly unlikely I created it But I call it the pendulum effect So if you imagine a pendulum with a a Fulcrum, it's got a single point a fix to something, and it's swinging back and forth. And it swings all the way up to the left. I'm holding it there, and all the way up to the left is the way that I used to operate. That's the womanizing, looking for external validation, doing everything I can to connect with people that aren't the person that I'm dating. Always wanting to have that, you know, line in the in the water, waiting for the next best thing. That's the pendulum on the left hand side. Then I release that pendulum and swings all the way back to the right. And now I can hold on the right-hand side. And the right-hand side is the level of commitment that I have to Lindsay, my wife. Where that level of commitment, I don't want anything to even come close to it. Whereas if a woman direct messaged me saying they found value in a podcast, I'd show it to Lindsay. Where if I came across a woman I thought she was flirting with me, I would say it to Lindsay. You see, I never wanted her to be caught flat-footed again. And I never wanted there to be a chance that I could do something to disrespect her. Some of you listening might think that's weak. Admittedly, I don't care. It's like the opposite of seeking somebody's approval. All I ever cared about at that level was make sure I honored my wife. And then that that's when this podcast is starting, where I'm so conscious of it because I've done so much to make sure that I never went back to that, quote, unquote, old lifestyle. And now I sound like a you know an addict to this stuff. I sound like someone that didn't have any self-control. And it's not so much that, but... Let's say you're not diagnosed as an alcoholic, but you enjoy a drink or two, and when you have one or two, you end up having four or five, and you find yourself drinking more than a handful of days a week. Now, I don't know from the clinical standpoint if that would classify you as an alcoholic or not, but let's say you had three or four weeks that went by, and three or four weeks turned into three or four months where you had no alcohol at all, zero, and you were super proud of that, like you carried around like a badge of honor. Then all of a sudden, people want to start meeting with you at a bar at night for business meetings. Well, you know the expectation there is to have a drink. You know the expectation for you is that you're probably not going to be able to have just one. You know, all these old stories start getting riled up and whether or not you could go to that bar and have just one drink or sit there and have none and have your business meeting and leave becomes irrelevant because the old story that you had created is dictating your current belief systems. That you shouldn't go there. And so that's all I was doing with the podcast. Like, here's my viewpoint. Here I'm a man. Here's what it is. If you're a lady and you don't like it, then don't listen. And then time progresses, right? I find a podcast coach. Name's David. Incredible guy out of out of Canada. Someone that I would call a friend at this point. Help me massage my message a little bit. When I say massage, I'm all about. Hiring coaches. I think coaches shrink down the time that it takes for all of us to learn. And so in that, I wanted to learn how to make my message more impactful for you. I want it to be a better experience for you, the listener. We upgraded our audio equipment. We upgraded the microphone. We added more sound deadening material. We make sure there's no background noise to the best of our ability. And then we also do things like I just did. We take impactful pauses so it doesn't sound like I'm rushing through conversations. I change the tempo, I change the octave, I change my speech patterns. Those are all things because, admittedly, those are triggers that keep you engaged in what I have to say. Sorry, that's the way this works, might as well share the inside secrets. Before that and having this coach, he started sharing with me, look, you might not want to be so myopic in your thinking. That as you're swearing and saying all this crazy stuff all the time and you're might come off a little misogynistic. Imagine the mom driving her minivan and taking her kids to school that stumbles upon the podcast because she's scrolling through iTunes in your top 20 overall. And she scrolls, like, who's this guy? And she clicks it and it plays. And as it starts playing, within the first 10, 15, 20 seconds, I start dropping f bombs and all types of stuff. And yes, I said f bombs. I'll just say fuck. I start saying fuck. And in that, it it's polarizing. You know, she's got kids in the car. She might not care about the language, but she doesn't want to expose her children to that, so she stops listening. And I process this all the way through. Like, this is a story now. Like, oh, my God. I never thought of it that way. All I cared about was being myself. I am thinking, like, I can still cuss when I need to. I can still share every lesson. I can still be authentic and be me. I can just be a better version of me. A more polished version. A more impactful version. And so I start going down this road. And that road has led us up to this moment. Now, I haven't had David in my life as a coach for the past two months. So he reached out and we went back and forth. And he's actually going to, you know, we're going to hop on a a quick call tonight to catch up and just see what's going on. So what you've heard for at least the past, gosh, I guess I'd make it 80 episodes or so, is all based around just me and whatever changes I've made. So why does all this matter at this point? Okay, I've just pontificated about how much of a misogynistic asshole I am. What matters because as I have went through my one of seven coaching calls, half of you were women. 50% of you that reached out were women or are women. I can't really say were, you're still women. So I don't know if you can hear that in the background but it's almost like some sort of a, oh, it was a it was a presidential alert. It's a test of the national wireless emergency alert system. So if you could hear that, that was what was just going off in the in the studio. But nonetheless, half of you were women. Half of you are women. And if I take that as the litmus test, which is a scary proposition in itself, but let's assume that that remains consistent across listenership, that would mean 50% of you are actually ladies. this whole story that I've created that somehow magically my podcast isn't for women has just been completely debunked. The story that I built for 160 or 170 episodes by the time this launches is that this is only for men, but yet out of the 1.7 million that would make 850,000 of you women, it's wild and it's an honor. Like it's something that just makes me completely shift my my mindset. Now, granted, in having multiple conversations with you ladies, I realize the impact it's made by having Lindsay on the show. That you like hearing our perspective as a couple. You like hearing her voice, and I love you for it, because I love her for being in the studio. I love having her be a part of the show and the experience. And I'm actively pushing her to step in the studio and have her own show. Like she's in and she's out and she's committed and Either way, we have to find time, energy, and effort and make that happen because she has value to bring to the world too. She has plenty of things to say. She certainly doesn't need me to support that. But then I almost feel foolish in the moment. You know, I go through all these calls. I have two more calls today. Both are with women. Uh, one is with a woman. One is with a man. And the lessons and the impact are just as major that I'm having in a woman's life as I'm having in a man's. So much so that three of you of the one of seven are actually women. I'm like, this is just such a crazy trip. Like, I've been reading off this playbook that just says, it's only men that listen to this. Women don't listen to my podcast. Women don't like what I have to say. Women don't care. I'll tell you, you ladies have been the most frequent to reach out and share impactful messages. You ladies have been the most frequent to reach out and say, hey, would you mind covering this topic? You ladies have given the most consistent feedback across the board about what value you get out of this podcast. I was just too blind to see it because I was reading off the damn wrong playbook. I had the wrong story. It was written in a different language or something. I'm not even good at this metaphor at this point. But it's truly insane. And so I'm humbled and I'm honored. And I want to say thank you to you female listeners for sticking around, for adding value. For completely changing the story about what this podcast is ultimately about. For making me see an opportunity to something much greater than I ever imagined. You see, for my 120 million people now that I want to impact, it becomes much easier when it's 60 million women and 60 million men, let alone the couples. I think the impact that Lindsay and I could have on couples and see the shift that could happen there from all the dumb stuff I put her through and all the ways that she handled that, and all of our jockeying back and forth, and all the support of a a small business entrepreneur, owner, whatever you want to say. Like, it's crazy. It's truly crazy to me. And so with that, I must ask you, what are the stories that you're holding on to that might not actually be true? The stories that if you went back and looked at them, And we're honest with yourself. You've been telling yourself for so long, you might not even remember why or when they started. You just are holding on to that like it has to be the gospel. Is it a story about your body that you either can't gain muscle or can't lose fat? Is it a story that because your parents had some sort of high blood pressure or heart disease or diabetes that you're doomed for that as well? What's the story you're telling yourself in a bot in your body? We all have a story. My story that told myself forever was I needed anabolics to feel good about myself. That was my story. What about as it pertains to relationships? Some of you male listeners out there, I realize the fact that many of you are walking in the same shoes that I used to have on. And that once you're a cheater, you're always gonna be a cheater, right? Once you've been unfaithful, you're labeled that leopards don't don't change their spots or zebras don't change their stripes. You're you're always going to be a cheater. I'll tell you, that doesn't have to be true if you don't want it to be. That's just another story. That story that you can either adopt and hold on to or choose to change. And ladies, same thing with you. Maybe you've dealt with a string of bad men that you can only pick the bad ones. That's all there are. I've got a String of women that I dated That were all good women That to the best of my absolute knowledge at this point literally are all married and probably are all very very happy So by the nature of how that is if they were hurt by me and then found someone that could make them happy I'd have to assume that not every man ends up being just like I was Maybe it's in your business Maybe a story you've told yourself forever is that you're never going to have what it takes to make it out on your own. There's always going to be a reason why it's not going to work. And so for that, what would happen if you changed that story and started believing in yourself just a little bit more? What if you found the person or two that would support you to believe that you could leave, could go out on your own? How much better would your life be? I'm Ryan Idell, wishing you truly unlimited success.